On today's episode of The Key, we'll be talking about the new Cloak and Dagger TV show, also Avengers Infinity War, and whether Superman and other heroes really believe in God. But before we get to that, Dimitri, if I may. Yeah. We have a new obsession at the Keeg. We do. And it is called Tangled the Series Number One. This is going to change lives. Pick it up as soon as you can. Ooh. Coming at you from sunny Southern California, this is the Keeg. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today we have a lot of geek news to cover and not much time to do it. That's why it's not just me. I brought my two friends. We got Paul Lau. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. I'm good, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I still got the Black Panther fever, you know, so. I thought you were going to say the Black Plague. I still have the Black Plague fever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Splinter. Uh. Okay, that's why we got uh, Baby Groot between us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he catches all that. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> and to the left of Paul, it's Anthony Nuno. Hi, how's it going, Keegdom? That's my thing, remember? Keegdom every time. Yeah, yeah, uh, back. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's way better, because last time we had Andy Rice on the show, he kept being like, Keegles. Let's call him Keegles. Keegles. That's that was, his, that's that was his thing. Keegles. Lewd and inappropriate. Yeah. This is a family show. Yeah. This is a family show. God damn it. Uh, we are coming at you uh, live out of Comic Quest in Lake Forest. So for all your comic books and gaming needs, come out to Comic Quest. It seems like it sounds like they pay me for that, but they don't. I'm just doing it to be nice. You're uh, nice they give guy. us a space. So nice. So yeah. <laughs> um, uh, here's a question for you guys. Uh, there's a lot. I, I think it, it's so weird. I'm just like inundated with like all this geek stuff, whether it be TV shows or video games. It's so hard to keep track of everything. Uh, what are you guys all about right now? Like, uh, whether you finished up something or, like, looking forward to something. Paul? Um, I've been watching Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I know season three is coming out. Okay. And it really uh, has a lot of the um, humor and attitudes of Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2. That has uh, Bruce Campbell in it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi, is he show running it, or did he just, like, come back for, like, an episode? Or I mean, it kind of has that Sam Raimi feel. But I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, huh. I'm. I'm not that inside. I'm just like a regular <laughs> viewer. I mean, I know we're in Hollywood, but <laughs> uh, tell us, tell us your uh, the juicy bits. Um, this new season of of uh, Evil Dead the series has his daughter or something. That's what mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah, that's the big reveal. Um, oh, did I just spoil the big? No, reveal? no, no. It's not the big reveal. But like <laughs> Thanks, that is Dimitri. Yeah, because it ended him. You know how like all Evil Dead movies are, yeah. where it's just like, okay, the resolution. Like we have a clear resolution, and no, he sloppily does everything. Yeah. So there's always evil. You know, yeah. To be had. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did just watch a uh, Gaslamp Batman, and I feel like that was really like DC animated has been kind of bad. Lately, I don't know yeah. how you guys felt about uh, the Killing Joke with the Barbara Gordon incest storyline, and uh, incest. It felt incest. You, I know oh, that they're not bad family. Because when you say Barbara Gordon incest, it sounds like Commissioner Gordon's getting in on it. Oh no, and that's weird. No, 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 no. <laughs> or maybe it's interesting. No, we don't no, know yet. No, no, no. Oh, no, Jim Gordon. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Matt Anthony, uh, what are you all about, right? I now? am all about rewatching Cowboy Bebop again. Uh, one of my favorite animes of all time. Yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend were uh, watching it through it again, just, you know, getting the good bebop storytelling that they do. Have you ever uh, gotten a chance to watch it? Uh, no. 
I'm oh. not really big into anime. Uh, it's not really my thing. It, what? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, uh, I like American comics. Uh, I turned into a weird white nationalist when it comes to geek-related uh, topics. Uh, I'm like, you know, America. Like, only American things. Uh, and then, you know, people will be like, Star Wars was based off of uh, Hidden Fortress. What was it? Was it Hidden Fortress? Well, anyway, whatever. Okay. Uh, whatever. Seven but, Samurai. Uh, seven Samurai, yeah. whatever. And it'd be like, ah, you schooled me. Oh. But yeah, no, I, I don't watch too much anime. Oh, the well, first. Oh, go on. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Well, then uh, to poke at that Americanness, I just watched Logan. Uh, even though he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just watched Logan um, for the first time. Finally, I'd wanted to see it in theaters. Bummed I didn't get to. Uh, overrated. <laughs> look at the overrated. You, look, look at the camera and tell the key dumb. Overrated. What you okay, so <laughs> Logan, while it has some of the best just like emotional moments that an X-Men film has ever had it is just filled with just plot point after plot point after plot point it's not a cohesive story as it is like this is a cool moment and now here's something convenient that happens to get us to the next moment uh, point in case uh, when Logan he's at the that farmhouse with that family oh, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. family yeah. just goes, comes and gets slaughtered uh, the dad he like obviously just gets mutilated by evil Wolverine yeah. but mm-hmm. conveniently he survives long enough to go and like mm. pin him against a tree yeah. uh, allowing old Wolverine to escape yeah. and like the entire movie, every major thing is just like that after that after that. It's like that commercial, uh, the Staples That Was Easy button. Oh, yeah. And that's what it felt like <clears throat> the entire movie. Deus Ex Machina ruining the tension? Yeah, just, but like Deus Ex Machina was there every other scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really liked Logan when it came out. Uh, I still don't know where it takes place in continuity. I've given up on that. <laughs> nobody, nobody, like, I don't care. It's like a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, Days of Future Past, post Days of Future Past. So, but it's not. It's not even the same. It's not the same timeline as Days of Future. Oh, I just oh. meant like they just took a stick and they just swirled all oh, the colors yeah, together yeah, yeah. and like it's a mess. Can I, we can I, we talk about how every single future in the X Men universe is just bleak? Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Every time we've gone to the future, it's just been an awful place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Unless they're dead and in heaven with Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, even then, have you, have you read any of the new X Men comics? Nightcrawler came back from heaven. Yeah, I but he's that. not allowed in heaven anymore. Like he's not allowed to die anymore. Oh, so <laughs> like, he's like like a, 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 a Thanos on Deadpool type. I thing think he where... has no soul anymore. Something weird like that's going on. They haven't fully explained it, uh-huh. other than like he he like died recently, and then he just wasn't allowed to die. Ooh. Yeah. That's a very supernatural. He, yeah, he know. was he was uh, he was in heaven, and they grabbed. He came back to help his friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, there was a mission, and then now he's not allowed back in. Like a physical mission, or like well, a mission to do something. They, it was weird. I just you the never X-Men, know with Nightcrawler. The yeah. X Men went to yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I can't remember specifically. I just remember like the X Men going to heaven, uh-huh. fighting there. There was some because Azazel was there. Uh, which is Nightcrawler's father, mm-hmm. the red demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nightcrawler coming back to help them. You see him in first class. You know. Oh, yeah, 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 you do. And yeah. never touch on it ever again. Well, it's no. kind of weird because, you know, I'm like looking at it. And I'm like, oh, he gets with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. In my head, in continuity <laughs> between <clears throat> X-Men first class and Days of Future Past, she gives birth to Nightcrawler and Rogue? gives him up. Yeah. She's not actually Rogue's mother, though. Oh, I didn't she's know that. yeah, she's Rogue's adopted mother. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just because she uh, like adopted her and then 
she became bad. Like Rogue was bad on the yeah. Brotherhood. I remember that from the X Men, uh, the nineties evolution or the evolution show or no 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 the the, the, nine, the original mm-hmm. one yeah, yeah, yeah that one they had that storyline in there yeah. actually well, it's weird because everybody everybody uh, knows that like oh Rogue has super strength and 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 flight in yeah that cartoon <clears throat> but it's because she got it from Captain Marvel from Miss Marvel back mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah. Um, and that I've, and then you know I think that's crazy. Well, it was a cool crossover thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you like anything about Logan though, or was that just too distracting where it just ruined your? Um, that was just it was just too distracting for me. Just the story, it, it felt really choppy to me. Like I I did like a lot about Logan. Like it had like I said some of the best uh, uh, emotionality of yeah. any X Men yeah. movie. I thought the relationship between uh, Logan and X twenty three was done incredibly like well yeah like, I, there were moments i was like yeah this is this could be an actual oscar movie yeah and then it would do something so stupid like <laughs> that yeah 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 um <clears throat> yeah like i, I need really to go back and, and watch logan again i remember uh when uh what's the villain's name again uh <laughs> that's he he was not the villain too oh uh, was not like Pierce. David, was, Pierce, yeah yeah here uh the, like the first scene when uh, he gets knocked out by X twenty three. I almost said David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Niles. <laughs> when he gets like knocked out by X twenty three, and then uh, Wolverine's just like, "Get rid of him!" And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't kill him there. Well, about yeah. you, that's gonna cause you problems in the future." <laughs> yeah. Like, right. So stupid stuff like that. Yeah. That it's like I feel like Wolverine would know. Yeah. Like no, we're fixing this right now. I feel like it's really hard to write a superhero third act. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Because you either have this huge climax that almost comes out of nowhere, uh, or it's anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Like, it, do you guys feel, uh, before we move on to actual news topics, do you guys feel like there's any superhero movie that really does that third act right? Superhero movie. And by third act, you mean like... Tr- trilogy? Just, just like the entire final, arc? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel, because like, I feel like even Wonder Woman, strong, I thought... The strong first two acts. Oh, oh, Third oh, act was like, it was Aries. And it was like, <clears throat> eh, whatever. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? But like, are there any superhero movies out there that really did the third act right? Dark Knight. Okay. Dark, Dark Knight, Knight. Yeah. The soul of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. When he's tracking them with the sonar, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's cell phones. Yeah. Stuff. Well, there's that too. I just, right? uh, when they actually, when like, he puts his faith in the people on the boats, essentially. And oh. then Joker, like, they That's were... That's end of second act, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. But that was a really good... I mean, Dark Knight was amazing from start to finish. Yeah. But I think maybe, like, w- okay. part of the reason why that was a good third act was Joker didn't die. Yeah. He just was defeated, and then Batman... Ooh, but then the whole Two-Face thing seemed kind of rushed, right? Sure. In Dark Knight. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know if it's perfect or not. Spider-Man 2? I don't know. Yeah. Uh no, no. Well, it was like such a spectacle. Uh, Jake from behind the camera says Guardians too, uh, and I just think I don't know. I liked it, but you know, it, uh, it might have been too much. I'm trying to think of um, maybe Days of Future Past because it wasn't that big. It was a big. It had a lot of stake to it because it was the future, right? They had to rewrite the future, but it was really about getting. It wasn't a, a final battle. It was getting Mystique to not kill the president, right? right. Wasn't that what the final thing was? What about Kick-Ass 1? No. <laughs> no? With the, 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 and, and oh, I that loved it. That was totally Ex Machina. I know. <laughs> Actually, I have an answer for you. For yeah. A perfect third act, Lego Batman. 
because the entire movie is a redemption movie of yeah. Will Arnett's Batman, like yeah. becoming a dick and finally achieving that full redemption. Redemption yeah. being in the same situation he was earlier and deciding, oh, I'm gonna be friends. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you are my nemesis, Joker. <laughs> And so it completes that com- that that hero's journey. Yeah. Uh, and we're just left so satisfied. And I love Lego Batman so much. <laughs> yeah. I could talk about uh, it. We, it no, we, yeah, I mean, uh, Lego Batman, I think, has been brought up every episode that we've done this season where <laughs> everybody's everybody's just talking. <laughs> I think someone He's died. Uh, someone died <laughs> off camera. Um, oh, no, Calendar Man. Uh, <laughs> Lego Batman is just great. Everybody... You know, it's great if you're out there and you haven't seen Lego Batman and you're watching the show. Uh, well, if you're not watching the show, you wouldn't know what I'm saying. Uh, go watch Lego Batman. Um, and Steam. also, if you guys out there uh, in the kingdom, right, Anthony? That's it. Yes. Uh, in the kingdom out there, uh, know of any superhero movies that have a great third act, feel free to tweet us at hashtag KeegTalk, K-E-E-G talk. Um as far as superheroes are concerned, I mean, that's a big chunk of what we deal with mm-hmm. here on this show. Um, uh, there's a new show coming to Freeform, which was once ABC Family. And before that, it was Fox Family. Before that, it was a family channel. <laughs> they always change. Uh, it's called Freeform now. <laughs> uh, Cloak and Dagger, which is based off the Marvel comic property mm-hmm. uh, of the characters Cloak and Dagger. Um, they recently released a, uh, a kind of a small trailer slash teaser trailer. Uh, a year ago, they actually released the real trailer. Mm-hmm. And then they did like a 30, or not a 30, uh, three-minute uh, scene from the show. Have you guys watched it at all? Like the trailer or the um, three-minute scene? Yeah, I did see the trailer, and I did see a three-minute scene. And um, I don't know how familiar uh, people are of uh, their origin story, but um, Cloak actually mugs Dagger, and they flip that in the mm. three minutes yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. where she's the pit pocket. Yeah. Um, for I don't know, I don't know if for obvious reasons, but maybe just to make it, you know, modernized. Yeah. Because it was you know, like in Times Square where they meet. Yeah. You know, ba- so. Basically, um, back in the comic, the original comic, it was it was a teenage comic about two teenage runaways that got uh, kidnapped and injected without against their will with a drug that gave them powers recently it's been retconned into they were mutants the whole time and it activated the mutant gene yeah um uh in the show though in that three minute scene that they released uh dagger uh the girl yeah is pickpocketing him yeah Uh, i think that it is to change it up from like oh the black guy's not the pickpocket right um which i think is very surface level switching it but if you watch one of the trailers, um, it shows a day in his life and it shows a day in her yeah. life. He, I mean, I mean, this is just a real world thing. Uh, he walks past the cops and he takes off his hoodie and he like walks slowly past them. And she just like, she's the real pickpocket. She just kind of walks past him and they don't like bat an eye. Yeah. She's a little cute blonde girl. Uh, I thought that was uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, Anthony, did you have anything? I have a big IDC. I don't care for cloak and dagger. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Okay. <coughs> for, well, let's start with the uh, station itself. Uh, are they still doing the TBN thing on there? Like, what's the? 
ABC, uh, on Freeform. ABC Family yeah. and like Fox Family before that for years they had uh, or not TBN uh, whatever the fuck there was uh, this super Christian guy called Pat Robertson. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the forty-four. Uh, no, not the forty-four. Seven hundred. The seven hundred. The forty-four hundred was a small <laughs> yeah. was a sci-fi show back in the day. Yeah, yeah the seven hundred club. Right. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I hate that show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was funny. It was on that channel for years. Yeah. And, like, I always had this bad taste in my mouth for that channel in particular. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Behind the scenes stuff about that is that 700 Club first started on Family Channel mm -hmm. a long time ago. I mean, that was, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and when they sold the rights, the, the station, to Fox, to make it Fox Family... They had the stipulation that the 700 Club would stay on the network. Rupert Murdoch. No matter what they would do. Then, <sighs> when, every time it gets sold, 700 Club has to stay uh -huh. on the network. Yeah. So you have these freeform shows that are uh, tend to be pretty progressive, especially nowadays with freeform, where it's like teenagers and like the shit they have to deal with. Very dramatized, but I get it. But... Uh, and then you have this weird, like, 700 Club Christian thing that goes on <laughs> afterwards that it's, like, denouncing everything that you just saw. Right. It's the weirdest thing. Is that your only thing about, I, like... No, 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 that's angry? not the only... Is that, is that the real nullifier? <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard my Logan rant, right? Um, no, um, I just... I feel like everything is becoming too uh, oversaturated with yeah. superheroes, just, like, everywhere. And it's, like, I can't... I can't keep up with like, yeah. anything going on. That's why right now um, I haven't watched any shows like for a while. I'm yeah. just focusing on the movies, like yeah. the main story of MCU, I guess. Did you remember when uh, it was fairy tales? Like every there was a bunch of fairy tales like Ever After and Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Once Upon a Time Once Upon a Time and, like, yeah. and then like the movies are coming out like Snow White and mm -hmm. all that and now that's they what have the Jack and the Giant Killer movie Yeah. Enchanted, Enchanted, Hansel and Gretel. With, Enchanted uh, was, ba ba I mean, it was fairy tale, but it was based off a book. Yeah. I remember reading that book. And Anne Hathaway, uh, I don't want to only objectify females in this show. Uh, <laughs> I would gladly objectify men. Uh, just really quick, uh, American Gods is kind of what I'm watching right now. Mm, and yeah. the main guy uh, is a very handsome man. So if you're out there, not only just watch Anne Hathaway, watch that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Do you been. watch that guy, Dimitri? Uh, I've been watching that guy. I'm four episodes into American Gods season one. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't know what he's all about, but watch you know what you're about, about, though. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> no, more like I want to be him. I don't want to be with him. I want to be him. That guy's like want to wear ripped. his skin. He's ripped and he's like he's in jail and like I want to go to jail now. Not for him, but to be him. Right. <laughs> Sounds weird, but uh, no, I get you. I get you know, you. I'll, I get you. Uh, we'll course correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cloak and Dagger, though. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's a cool property when done right. And I think what they're like, yes, there's the oversaturation of the market. I don't think anyone's expecting you to keep up with Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, the new New Warrior show that's coming out, all the movies, Agents of Shield. But Marvel doesn't have too many shows on TV, mm -hmm. and they don't have too many ongoing shows. Angels of Shields really their only ongoing show. Runaways is like have you on Hulu, you know. Have you heard anything like uh, cuz I know Disney's doing their streaming network yeah. pretty soon. Are they going to start moving shows onto there? Like, I think no, after the contracts are done. Mm -hmm. I think they have the con whatever contract with Netflix yeah. and then they'll probably move things and, over. And Fox too, right? The properties they bought from Fox? Like 
Like what? Like all the Marvel stuff. I, oh, I, you, um, you mean Fantastic Four and X-Men? Yeah. I mean, weren't they acquiring like 40% or something like that? Like, Well, so they, so Marvel, well, Disney bought those properties back from Fox. They have to go through Congress, I think, for antitrust laws and monopoly something or another. Okay. Um, because companies can't own everything. Right. Uh, and so they got to figure that out. If they don't, I heard another company wants to buy those rights from Fox, okay. which would suck again. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah Comcast has actually just made... Uh, so this is a little bit of uh, news I was just reading in Deadline. Uh, Comcast just made an offer for a property that 21st Century Fox owns that's over in the UK, and they're doing that as a way to kind of block the entire Disney like Fox uh, deal from going through. Yeah. So I it's want... not a done deal yet, but... Basically, it's only if they're not allowed to... Because they, they were first there, right? Like, yeah. they were there first, they bid, they won. And I feel like that for the past... Uh, my conspiracy theory mind is like, Disney's been working on this deal for at least five years. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, you see it just in the MCU itself that they were they seem to have like changed course so fast. I feel like they always had this as this was their secret goal the yeah. entire time. That's why they did stuff like they just moved in humans off of the movie slate because they're yeah. like, no, now there's a chance we could get X-Men. Which is the real big yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you have X-Men, you're not going to have Inhumans as like yeah. a movie thing. So they are anticipating that. And Inhumans was slated for after the second Infinity War. Which, if you just switch that with the X-Men, if the deal goes through, yeah. then, you know, you have all that going on. Yeah. So. By the way, um, and maybe you heard it here first, uh, Avengers has been, uh, Infinity War has yeah. been moved up a week to April 27th, 24th? 27th, 24th, 27th, 27th. Yeah. Uh, so we get it a week earlier, yeah. and we get to talk about it a week earlier, so that's also Ooh. cool, too. Um, but uh, Did you hear about New Mutants being pushed back? New Mutants did get pushed back, yeah. Yeah, which kind of sucks because we want our horror genre, you know. Yeah, I don't. I, I think what's happening is back before they thought, like Marvel thought they were going to get X-Men and Fantastic Four, they started doing these embargoes, which, like, Fantastic Four doesn't have their own comic anymore. Like, uh, X-Men got, like, like, shafted. They were dying, and then yeah. humans were on the rise. And I think that it might fit in with your five-year thing because uh, yeah. at a certain point, they were like, no, 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 let's switch it back. So Fantastic Four still doesn't have their own comic, but X-Men's back on the rise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, because Phoenix is back, and, like, they're bringing back old characters. Yeah. I think they're setting up for that ultimate, like, That's what I think, you know, too, thing. yeah. Um, and I think that's something to keep an eye out. Uh, Interesting, too, how the politics just, like kind of guide the narrative of like what we're going to be watching. Yeah, I think or it reading. sucks. They shafted everyone. Like they yeah. shafted Fantastic Four, they shafted uh uh X-Men. Yeah. And it sucks as a comic book reader they did that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cuz uh truth be told, movies make more than comics. Right. So don't shaft the comics cuz the comics don't lead people to the movies as much. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, right? Yeah. It's most like movies will. So it's not you're not yeah. affecting their like but I feel no. like it's still the idea, idea well, mm -hmm. wellspring. Like, you know, like uh, every first uh, uh, successful comic movie mm -hmm. has so much rich history. Yeah. So, like, we can, like, poke at and dis dissect. And then the second one, well, I mean, you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Because um, that's what I think either... Robert Long, who was a guest on our previous seasons, I think he was talking about how that, like, uh, 
that they were trying to essentially cut them off from the idea well. Mm. And that by stopping X-Men, big X-Men stories from coming out, it reduces the stories that you can do for movies. But as we see from Logan, even though it was old man Logan, they created their own thing. uh, They'll always create their own thing. I mean, it might be shitty. Maybe that's what they're counting on. If they create their own thing, maybe it's shitty. <laughs> I, I just like I, I'm. I hope it all goes through because I would like to see what uh, Kevin Feige, you know, can do. Yeah. He has the entire roster under yeah. his you know, his guidance. This is my this is my idea for what Marvel will have going on. Um, Avengers uh, three Infinity War will end with a reality shift, and mm-hmm. we'll be left on this cliffhanger. Yeah. That uh, then the movies that come out. Uh, between three and four, because only a year between Avengers yeah. three and four, uh, they it's don't Ant-Man, take right? they don't yeah, but they don't take place in the timeline between three and four. Ant Man takes place before three, I think, uh, and Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. So I think uh, Avengers four, I'm just I'm throwing something out there. Infinity World, uh, Avengers four, that's what like I don't know. I think it'll have to do with an altered timeline that they'll have to then course correct. And then it'll bring us to whatever the Marvel universe is now. I definitely think uh, there's going to be some time travel involved. Oh, yeah? And spoiler earmuffs if uh, you haven't seen it yet. But there was a leaked set photo of Avengers 4. And Captain America is chilling with Ant-Man and Tony Stark. And he's in his Avengers 1 costume. And it looks suspiciously like it's after the Battle of New York. And if you look on um, Iron Man and Ant-Man's hands, they have these weird devices that almost look like Pimtech. Remember when Uh, uh, he went into the quantum zone? I think that there's going to be some, like, I think most everybody's going to die in Infinity War. In Wakanda, yeah. there's only going to be like a couple of survivors left, yeah. and they're going to use that and mix it with the time stone or something, and like let's get the hell out of here. I think that's where it'll end. Mm-hmm. I think it'll they'll be fairly straightforward for Infinity War, yeah. And in the end, er, maybe everybody dies, and then a couple of them are like, "All right, let's fix this," and then it ends. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like a real uh, yeah. Back to the Future two moment. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Will this piss off general audiences the way that uh, Force Awakens? Or not Force Awakens, Last Jedi did. I think I, they'll ease into the whole time travel, reality bending, all that stuff with the stones enough in this movie. It's just kind of a dip of toe in, and then like that next one's going to be hog wild. Plus, there's only a year in between the releases, yeah, so that's I think fair. that yeah. because there's so little time, that audiences are going to be more excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And then uh, Cap. I mean, you only need Captain Marvel and Ant Man and Wasp to. You know, wet your appetite before the next movie, and it comes out anyway. Yeah. Um, speaking about movies coming out, Shazam. Oh, Shazam. the movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys are fans of the character. I have this weird <clears throat> thing where I'm a fan of every comic book character. I don't feel like I hate on any comic book character. Uh, it's a gift and a curse. Uh, it's one of those things like I want to watch everything at the same time. Can't always watch everything. Even a swamp thing. You'd watch a swamp thing. The Heather Locklear one? Yeah. I have not. (laughs) Uh, But those also came out when I was young and I never really watched... uh, uh, I didn't watch too many movies when I was young. I mentioned it on the show. Especially if it was with Heather Locklear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's hot. (laughs) But uh, uh, I'm not... No, never mind. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, the Shazam movie, they did a set uh, set leak. Uh, not much to talk about other than, I mean, did you guys see the picture? Uh, yeah. yeah. It was pretty much the comic costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like I was surprised at how faithful it looked to the comics. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you showed me a picture. <laughs> that <laughs> somebody. Okay, so somebody made a a fan uh, poster, and uh, maybe you can edit in like the graphic or something yeah, at we some will. point. But it is really funny, um, and it's just like this is the the hero that we deserve. Or <laughs> and, and it's, it's the back. <coughs> yeah. yeah, it's just him in the back. Just uh, yeah, amazing. Check it out. Uh, some people online are. Complaining a little bit about the muscles on his suit. Muscles. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to bulk yeah. up enough because Zachary Levi, he's like, he can, I have no doubt he can get ripped, but he doesn't bulk up. He doesn't seem right. like he's that yeah. type to bulk up. Um, well, not everybody has to be Kavil, you know, to yeah. be a hero or even, you know, any Hulk. Yeah. Um, the hood. Right, because it was a popped car- collar originally. Yeah. So this well, is New yeah. Fifty Two. It's the like New Fifty Two costume with the hood. Yeah. Um, and probably the, I don't, I didn't see his arms, but whether there's gauntlets on there, because the new one right. has gauntlets that are right. electrified. Yeah. They give him like electric powers as well. Like back in the day, they didn't. He didn't have, he have electric powers of Superman already. Like he does plus some. So it's well, God. so a <laughs> uh, little thing about Shazam. He was the kid Billy Batson. He's given the powers of uh, six. Gods, uh, by the wizard Shazam. Uh, so it's uh, what S. So it's S H A Z A M. So S is uh, yeah Z A M. Yeah. Uh, so wisdom of Solomon. Yeah. Uh, stamina of Atlas. Strength of Hercules. Um, Zeus. Cunning of Achilles. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Power of Zeus. Uh, speed of Mercury. Right. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but each of the different Captain Marvel families, it's still Shazam, but it... Like, uh, Captain Marvel Jr., which yeah. is the blue voice uh, one, mm-hmm. his powers are the Egyptian gods. Right. Mm-hmm. Mary Marvel. Yeah, Mary... I don't know what Mary Marvel's <laughs> one's about. And Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Interesting that, like, they were using uh, Grecian gods, and then with M, they just switched it over to the Roman Mercury instead oh, of Hermes, because yeah. yeah. it'd be Shazah otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't sound weird. Uh, and also, Wisdom of Solomon. He's a biblical character. Yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, cut the baby in half. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember him from, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Very Come ut- on. Very utilitarian wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you <laughs> what a slogan! <laughs> Look in the sky, cut the baby in half. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say about Shazam other than we need to see more pictures. We need it. Hopefully, there's a trailer soon. Yeah. Um, ho- I think it's Doctor Savannah is the. It's it's weird. He's gonna be the villain. Mm. They've been building up the Rock as Black Adam yeah. for years yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And they're not bringing him into Shazam. Why? What? Yeah. So I'm assuming he's at least going to be in the second one. Or in like, like signed a, on. probably in a Can't post-credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in press. And then, well, the rumor has it that Black Adam's going to get his own movie first. DC doesn't know what the f- they're doing. Ooh. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, so uh, I think that's super, super dumb. Yeah, I, I, I have some hope for it, though, just because... Um, Nobody knows Shazam. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like, I like comics, and I uh, only casually know stuff about yeah. Shazam, so I don't have that expectation to be there. Yeah. And I have a feeling that it might... Just imagine Big, or any, like, child being an adult, yeah. and then put superheroes with it. And that's what makes them so awesome, you know? Because yeah. they're like, oh, you want to go on a date? I'm like, oh, wow, Wonder Woman? You know, like... Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the cool thing is, so Shazam, Captain Marvel, was on the Justice Society for a little bit. 
back when it was the best run of Justice Society comics. It was when it's not only the old heroes, but it's young heroes, mm-hmm. and it's about this community of superheroes in yeah. DC. Um, Captain Marvel was there, and he had a crush on Stargirl. Yeah. But it looked really weird to the outside people because it was an adult man crushing on a small girl because nobody knew that Captain Marvel was actually a small kid. Oh, uh, so call me by by your name could be a sub. Sorry, sorry. Is <laughs> because when you say Shazam's name, he turns back into Billy. Okay. So I think that's a weird. Sorry, you know that's where okay. my head went. I've never <laughs> seen the movie, but I hear it's flop problematic. So wait, if somebody else says Shazam, no, no. if you make oh, okay. him say Shazam, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's funny it. though. It's like, like mix a kid flip. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 But the whole age thing, I didn't see. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, mixing all things. Yeah, I, I thought that the the secret was if you just said his name, he'd revert back. And I was like, what <laughs> no, would no, stop no. him from just like constantly being Shazam, Shazam? It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. similar thing with Mixoplex. If you yeah. can make him say his name backwards, yeah, backwards, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and there's also, like, some Constantine things where if, if you know a demon's name, you get dominion over him. Yeah. And, like, different things. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's the difference between DC and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, uh, DC Comics is bringing it back recently uh, with Rebirth and trying to make up for the mistakes they made with New 52. Uh, they're uh, opening up a new line for comics in Vertigo. Uh, which is based off the Sandman universe, which is Neil Gaiman. Again, American Gods with Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman's done some great stuff. Yeah. Um, they're bringing in four new Sandman comics. Uh, do you guys have any experience with Sandman at all? Like, I, I've really only read Lucifer, because I love, first thing, I love the character. Um, I love, I love Satan. Uh, uh, but uh, in the comics, he's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but Sandman, I never really got into. But like, do you guys have any experience with it? Um, it's I don't know. Like, I think it's Neil Gaiman. Obviously, is like one of the best like writers out there ever. And uh, Sandman lasted for eight years. Yeah. Um, and there was one uh, story where it talks about Shakespeare and what do dreams cost. And basically, it came down to Shakespeare was an isolationist in this comic. I don't know the real historical action, but um, it like shows how his son like dies, and uh, Shakespeare like you know confesses like, I can't even really feel like a real person died. I can only uh, like want to tell the story about it, yeah. you know. And I see everyone as a character, and that that's the great cost of being like a great writer yeah. is to be isolated. And to be distant from you know what's happening, mm. so I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's 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 really it's really heady stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I'm, I haven't been reading it. Yeah. Admittedly, I I do a lot of like YouTube essays, and they're always mind blowing. Yeah. So I mean, in short, Neil Gaiman's just a great fantasy writer. Yeah. Like, like one of the best fantasy writers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've read half of American Gods, so I kind of know. What <laughs> <I'm talking about. laughs> I I love his Doctor Who episodes. Like it, it, pretty much any Neil Gaiman Doctor Who episode oh, yeah? is fantastic. He does a great job. Yeah. Um. Recently, in the Superman comic, Superman number forty-one, uh, there will be a graphic that'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Superman. Uh, so if you guys don't know, Superman has a son. Uh, Superboy? Yeah, Superboy, Jonathan Kent. Uh, he has yet to develop his flying ability, but um, he, he has some really cool abilities. And they were dealing, the story was dealing with, they went to a world that was going to explode. 
uh, kind of like Krypton. And this world, it was this underwater world that was going to explode, but the um, the aliens on that planet knew it was going to explode, but say it's God's will, it's going to explode. And Superman wanted to save them and couldn't because they just didn't want to be saved. Uh, there was one scientist that uh, w- turns out is religious, but also a scientist that gives the eggs to Superman to find a home for his eggs. Those are the last survivors of that planet. And in the end, they're kind. They're both sad. The father and the son are sad, Superman and his son. Uh, and they kind of talk about God. And uh, I, there was a recently a, uh, I believe it was a Screen Rant article talking about Superman, his belief in God. Um, and uh, there's a lot of comic book characters out there that, you know, some are religious and some are not. Um, how do you guys feel about, I guess, religious affiliation in fiction, especially with characters that are so iconic or, you know, that have been around for a very long time. Going back to my uh, 700 Club brand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, does Space Moses have a crisis of faith? Is that what we're saying? He he didn't have a crisis of faith. He said, like, he's been around other gods and... You know, believing in something, he said something. I I forget exactly what it was. Something like uh, believing in something is not believing in everything. Right. You know? uh, I think like intellect doesn't necessarily dictate faith. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of things like characters do ritualistically that um, I don't know, don't have to do with like, oh well, you're obviously dumb because you've seen Galactus or you know, um, or like Moon Knight believes in Kanshu. You know, and we consider him mad, but he's also an effective superhero. Yeah. So where does that line blur? Um, and we know, like, DC, how they handle um, forces, like the natural forces of yeah. things. It is, like, uh, the gray or the green or the speed force. Yeah. So it's an unexplained anomaly that pushes and things because it's past their, like, understanding. Um, even in the Lantern universe, all the entities, yeah. you know... Uh, uh, what's his name? Ophidian is the giant orange, uh, avarice orange lantern. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's, it's all about greed. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting because <clears throat> you have these two universes, let's just say Marvel and DC, yeah. that deal with gods. A lot of them deal with, you know, Hercules and Thor and these pantheons of gods. Yeah. Uh, how do these characters believe in something? Well, I guess the Abrahamic god. But I think the, the thing in the comics is that, like, the Abrahamic god is less present, but he still controls everything. So, like, Vertigo deals with Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. And Sandman and, and all that stuff still deal with somebody above them, which is the, I would assume, the Abrahamic god. DC calls it the source. Um, when Darkseid is talking about the source, there's oh, a yeah. source wall. Uh, the source, I think, is supposed to be uh, yeah. god. Uh, oh. But how does that work with all that? Like I don't. I don't well, I, I I think uh, Deadpool when he killed the Marvel universe was a well, it was the first person to bridge that kind of gap. What happened? Um, so at, at the end of um, have you read? Uh, I th- I read it a long time ago. I think there's the first one. There's now a second one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a second, and there's also Punisher kills. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Universe. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he gets to the point in reality where he ends up busting into like the artist the graphic artist's like apartment and killing him too and like, <laughs> actually breaks through that fourth oh, yeah? wall. that fourth wall yeah, yeah yeah and um i think you know i i like the idea um i'm 
personally, I'm an atheist, mm. but I I, I like <laughs> the idea that these characters still like want and look to something bigger than them because yeah. it, it, I think it humanizes them more. You know, yeah. human beings we originally came up with these ideas for gods to explain natural phenomena that we we didn't understand what it was. And I think that it's still that means that there's still that sense of mystery in these comic universes if these characters still are like, no, there's something even bigger that we don't know. Yeah. Like something bigger than me, something bigger than Superman. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool character trait. Yeah. You know? Um depending on how the writers use it philosophically, like what messages they're trying to send is a different topic yeah uh i think it comes down for me it personally comes down to representation uh because i mean just like we're playing representation with race uh gender uh why aren't half of the superheroes female like if you think about it you know they're like kind of the, getting up there yeah i mean they're you know now. they're increasing uh but more like you know there are going to be jewish superheroes and 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 christian superheroes and whatnot uh but the big name superheroes it's hard to like just like political affiliate political affiliation with superheroes, like we know that Green Arrow is a liberal, and like that's how he's played, and he's very like rob from the rich, give to the poor, Robin Hood style. Yeah. Um. And so, just like political affiliation, Green Arrow's not high up in the pantheon with DC. How do you, like Superman? What's his religious affiliation? What's his political affiliation? Batman? Should we say that? Is that a thing? Like, should we write them into a corner like that? I feel like it depends on the Pa Kent. So, like, if you do, like, Silver Age comics, it's like God, Truth, and the American Way. Mm. I feel like... Truth, Justice. Yeah, truth, truth, Justice. justice. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's God, God, and more God. <laughs> and guns. <laughs> another club. Yeah, another club. <laughs> um, God, that's right. God's guns, and no comics. <laughs> no comics. <laughs> but, like, uh, but, like, the... Um, the uh, Man of Steel, Paul Kent, I can't believe uh, had like uh, a, th- a thinking man's philosophical religious person. Yeah. It was more just like the indoctrinated, like lip service yeah. religion. Because like he didn't even believe in tornadoes. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> red tornadoes. I have all these answers, and he just gets swept up. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, um, All-Star Superman, even though he's, like, probably the most brilliant one, the yeah. most, you know, profound, and he's a martyr at the end of the comic, like, and also he does wrestle with gods, like, literally arm wrestles with them. Yeah. I think he has, like, kind of, like, a smarter, yeah. you know, uh, perspective, I guess, a more nuanced perspective. Yeah. Whether to say he does or doesn't, I don't know. It kind of seems moot when he's saving the universe. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel? Do, if they actually, like, is intent, does it, yeah, intent matter? I don't know. What is intent? Uh, I saved you because this is my mission from God. I saved you. But, that, uh, but that's yeah. a little bit different, though. Okay. I feel like if, if Superman saved everybody and then he gave him a pamphlet, like, come to church. <laughs> like, I think that would be fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's not a missionary, right? Right, right. So I don't feel, I feel like if you make Superman too religious, you have to, Superman should at, at the most be like, I believe in God, but he's inactive. And so, you know. Yeah. I do what I can to help people, not because it's God's way. Right. Yeah, and I think it becomes dangerous uh, also in real life when, you know, you can do those good things because you want to be a good person following whatever belief system, but yeah. when you start saying to other people, whether as a writer or in real life, like, you need to follow this because my way is right, that's that's that dividing line yeah. right there. Uh, quick question uh, before we wrap things up. 
Um, <laughs> this is, people argue this all the time. And uh, so 30, but you get 30 seconds to come up with an answer. Batman, his political affiliation, do you feel he's a liberal or conservative? Can you skip me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give my I'll give my input. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I think like old school Batman, uh, especially eighties or so, he's been written more as a as a conservative. But recently, they've been saying because the big thing is he fights crime in his underwear and he delivers harsh justice during the nighttime. And as Bruce Wayne, he's just this playboy. But recently, they've been writing it as he owns so many charities, he gives back to the communities, he tries to help criminals get back on their feet which is more of a, a, a liberal thing yeah social program but he was also in the mobius chair for a little while which is a little big brothery Ooh. well he had brother i which was a satellite literally in the sky yeah brother i i think uh he is the ideal fascist and Ooh. okay <laughs> uh because uh, he is promising you know, justice and protection. And he's actually out there doing what he does. But at the same time, he uh, he has no problems with like overriding people's civil liberties, because in his mind, he's Ooh. above that almost. Yeah. And like he's like kind of evolved. Yeah. Uh, uh, similar to Disneyland. Actually, they uh, also uh, ooh, calling out Disney. Yeah. yeah, I love Disneyland. Yeah. I have an annual pass. Okay. But I will say they uh, they have a very, uh, you know, Fascist they know your blood yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> brand you know, recognition. The, the, uh, I think the deeper question is if it is for the greater good, if Disneyland's providing me pleasure, or if Batman is saving me from you know criminals, uh, you know, what is the greater good in that point? Yeah, Paul, you got thirty seconds. Oh, uh, I don't know. I guess moderate conservative, <laughs> uh, but only because like he's we like all his stories when he's younger. So either year one Batman through. Mid Justice League, his current run's really good. I'm telling you, if you guys aren't reading it, okay, you know, because he's just got a lot of like psychological issues, and you know, yeah, he has to lose his kid every once in a while, his yeah. ward. I mean, so, so you're saying he's a Republican because he has psychological issues? No, no. <laughs> well, don't put all right. In my That's mouth. where we have to end it. All right, we're gonna end it on Paul calling out. <laughs> you heard what he said party. first. Uh, <laughs> Limba. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show uh, today. Uh, for all you guys out in the kingdom. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe to us on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash the Uh We're on Instagram and Twitter at the Keeg Show. Uh, you can also hashtag Keeg Talk if you have any questions uh, that you want answered. Uh, we'll maybe answer it on the air. Uh, if you got any ideas, uh, what are you guys up to? Uh, what are you guys all about? Uh, hashtag us, Keeg Talk. Uh, you are either listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud, uh, but you could be watching this show, and I hope you are, uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Uh Again, we have abridged podcast episodes, and we have, or sorry, we have the unabridged podcast episodes, and we have the abridged vidcast episodes that you guys can watch, so uh, feel free, partake in all of them. Uh, before we get going, Paul, where can we see you next? Oh, geez. Uh, whenever you ask me on again. I, yeah? <laughs> I've been kind of like... Writing, basically. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. So keep an eye out. And <laughs> coming to Barnes & Noble. <laughs> right, uh, right. Near you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Anthony, where can we see you next? Uh, Fancy Hobo Improv. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Our next show, I believe, is going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, and we played with uh, your team, Dimitri, oh, Lap yeah, yeah. Chance, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Really funny guys. 
Uh, also, I uh, just wrapped up on a show, uh, 12 Monkeys, going to be on Sci-Fi Channel. Season 4 is coming out later this year. Really good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, check that out whenever you get a chance. Uh, it's on Hulu, too. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks again for watching, you guys. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg. <laughs>